welcome to the Irish Writers Podcast. We are three writers talking about our writing journey and where we are. I'm Cathy Clark and I'm um, writing kind of, um, I suppose you call it an action comedy kind of novel. I don't really know what you call it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's morphed and died. And I'm here with... Uh, Maura, and I'll have news later as to what I'm doing or not doing. Okay. And I'm Kate, and uh, I've written a fantasy fiction book. 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 Giant book. Yes. Yes, it's very giant. Okay. So you're okay. probably sick of hearing about that. So <laughs> it's done. <laughs> um, well, do you want to talk about that and start off? How did it feel like to finish the book finally? It took me about two years to write the first draft, so that would be working like an hour and a half every day. Um, it's 850 pages, by the way, so... How many words is that? It's, uh, too many. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of words. <laughs> a lot of words. More than five. <laughs> so, more, yeah, more than the required 50,000 for to publish a novel. It's like four times that, at least. Okay. Um, yeah, so finished, well, finished the first draft in two years, but it's taken three years to edit, edit to a point where I could actually send it to an agent. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and that has just been done this last month. Yeah, it's amazing. I know. Do you have a real sense of like accomplishment, achievement? No, I feel no. like it's been like, I've talked to several um, people who've just graduated university mm-hmm. and it's kind of like anticlimactic. Oh, really? Okay. You All know, right. you, you realize, oh, well, that's it. That's it? <laughs> wow. I've been spending, you know, five years of my life yeah. up to this point, reaching this point, and, and... I kept typing, and all I got was these 850 pages. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I kept going until the story was told, and so now it's just a matter of cutting cutting scenes I think it's a matter of though you I think it's a matter of an edit with a view to selling mm. yeah mm. so it's not like you've done loads of editing mm-hmm. you've done you know and so I think it's just that we, we have read Kate's book by the mm-hmm. way that was the mm-hmm. thing that's what, why we weren't talking for six months we were reading <laughs> they're, talking, they're talking to me now they're <laughs> still my friends um, well, yeah, yeah so like we have read it and I yeah. it's really good like it's yeah. really you know. yeah. Well, it's just that final polish, do you know. Mm-hmm. What you mean? Yeah, it's that like it makes it really slick. That's kind of what you're yeah. trying to get mm-hmm. to. So you don't yeah. need to move the story around. No, or yeah, or you're not adding bits in. You're not. You've got plot holes. In it, <laughs> do you know? You really? Know. Do I need to add any bits in? This? <laughs> well, no. Oh, no. Pages, <laughs> no. No more pages. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like so. Yeah, so like it's so close. So I guess yeah. yeah so what are your next steps, and what are you thinking next? Or what, what's, what's mm. in your mind? Well, when I get the time, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I will get around to it, so it'll probably be in, in two months' time, mm-hmm. uh, to sit down and, uh, yeah, and just see what scenes I can cut and make sure it's it's to uh, a, a length that is nor- like a normal... Yeah, it's justifiable, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I probably have to cut 200 pages, and I don't know how I do, I, I, that's going to work. I think you should start out with the aim to cut 100, right? And okay. see what happens. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, I always feel like this, you know, I find this even in pieces that are like, you know, you've written a 1,000 words and it needs to be 500 words. Like, mm-hmm. I always find that, like, if you cut a little bit, you end up either just cutting at the whole paragraph 
or like it's impossible to just like cut one sentence yeah. yes. you know so I think it'll be the same with the book you either cut like you won't be I, I think you'll find it very hard to like mm-hmm. slim down scenes I think you'll either I lose think, them or you know I think that's the way mm-hmm. I think I know where to cut yeah. most okay. of them because okay. I could probably cut a few chapters and then maybe just a few key things that happened in that chapter just yes. tuck it into mm-hmm. yeah. the few mm-hmm. um Especially like at the beginning, where he's doing, he's ba- basically a martial arts kind of guy, and then it's this tournament that goes on. Yeah. And you know, you meet certain, it's the meeting, it's the world that's being yeah. created, and mm-hmm. that's kind of based around this tournament. And you meet the people, some of the characters, mm-hmm. and stuff. But you know, yeah, I, I some of the some of the I fighting wondered, scenes don't need to be in there. I wonder how your experiments with screenwriting mm-hmm. would change your perspective on pacing, or have they? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I I guess uh, it's been so. Long. I mean, those were the first chapters that I wrote yeah, many yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. So I I feel like quite far away from them, really. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe in two months' time, when yeah. I read it afresh, then yeah. I can. Then I can see, maybe I'll see clearly. Yeah. Okay, so this is not necessary, mm-hmm. but I think I will keep the editor's cut. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you yeah. will both get a copy of that. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And actually, do you know what? There's other things that people do as well, is that they kind of sell, they kind of sell scenes, I think it kind of is. Mm-hmm. So I've been, seen this with, um, what's her name? Laurie or King, I think her name is. And she, she writes um, Sherlock Holmes books. Oh, but yeah, they're written you, you by mentioned the, her before. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. written by like, the, the girl, kind mm-hmm. of, so she meets Sherlock Holmes later on, Mary something or other is her name. And um, hmm. she kind of does this, because I've been caught a few times where I've been like, it's, it's like, she's, she, they're just like four or five pages long. Um, yeah, they only cost you a couple of cents it's not like she's charging through the nose for no. them um, but I was expecting like a full story because obviously I didn't read what was going on <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like purchase yeah this would be great yeah it's only a couple of cents right. but it's like it's just it's just like a scene or like an incredibly short story okay um, yeah. that I think must mm. be outtakes of yeah. stuff that she has written for other novels um, and they're like right. they're lovely little do you know when you just want just a little bit more? Do you know you reach the end of a book and you're like, yes. I just want just a little, just a little mm-hmm. bit more. But what happened in that conversation that or, happened off yeah, screen? Mm-hmm. Do you know? Or it's like, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. that, like director's yeah. cut, like you said. So like, I mean, you know, some of the scenes, like they're really well written. Um, so there's no reason why you couldn't find eye use for them. Yeah. Right. Do you know, in the future. Yeah. But just in the pacing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, just because, you know, that's, because I think you, you love a book, like, and then once you do love it, then you yeah. want all the extra stuff. But if right. all the extra stuff is already in it, you're like, oh, it's too slow, or yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. 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 Did you did you continue on with your? And we abruptly stopped in the middle of NaNoWriMo with our little right. mini podcast. But we had intended to to do a podcast, but what happened was we went drinking instead. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, do you want to record this or do you want to go drinking? So sorry <laughs> to those people who were like on tenterhooks waiting for our. <laughs> final pre-Christmas podcast to, uh, <laughs> with Dr. Kate how did you get on did you continue on with that screenplay or was uh, mm, it I looked at it a few times I I it's something that I I do want to come back to mm-hmm. um, again I I just I got I got to a point where with the screenwriting it's so different from novel writing yeah. where I could just 
expand the world and not really care it's like there's no limit on the word and number of words yet you know there and there's certain place you need to be at a certain time but so I find the screenwriting I, I didn't realize that you really have to leave it up to the director yeah, yeah I mean, it's really up to the director yeah. what the the kind of the tone of of the yeah. movie will be, but I I don't know. Just trying, I guess I struggle with trying to convey that in the conversation that's happening it's really in the hard. scenes. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it just really it's it really a totally different way shocked. I was in shock yeah. about it. You yeah. know, I I I did the my first ten, probably wrote ten pages, and I yeah. still. I, I just you still don't have to start with the screenplay. I, <laughs> I think no, it should happen. When I got when I put into that competition, like they were like, it's forty minutes of screen time before anything happens here. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's bad. It's just that who was going to sit there and watch people banter in their workplace for forty mm-hmm. minutes? Right. And I was like, oh, I suppose. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was after several runs of cutting down uh-huh. and yeah. like that kind of thing. It is. I think it's really hard. You kind of see yeah. how masterful people are to get mm-hmm. a new setting across in right. just minutes of screen time which is only a few pages I know yeah Yeah. Yeah. so I felt like I didn't have the patience at the time to do that and also it was leading up to Christmas yeah yeah, you were going away going away and yeah so yeah plus I guess uh, what they say about screenwriting is that it's like really visual do you know what I mean it is so so, Mm -hmm. um, because I was playing with that idea as well and what I kind of I just I found one of these like great tips where they were like sometimes the writer's forget that it's not a novel yeah. and that yes. the difference between film yeah. is that it's meant to be visual so you don't need oh, to tell uh, me uh, your location in an office I can, I can see that see you know? yeah, I can see <laughs> but even now, but also yeah. you can't tell me what you're feeling no like, you cannot, absolutely and like yeah, I mean yeah, you know me. that I got criticism for yeah. like even though I was like everything down cut 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 yeah. cut down yeah. to, they were like writing a novelistic style yeah and yeah. I was like I really tried not to, <laughs> yeah, but obviously it's still crept in, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And I find that it's really hard to convey someone's emotional state mm-hmm. without saying, "Well, today I'm feeling," you know, really like, and still be natural. Like it's yeah. a real skill. Like when people. But do then it, you wow, see, I suppose you can put yourself, you know, you put the hands, put it in the hands of the um, actors, actresses, and all yeah. the rest of it. Like, right, you know, they're, they're meant but you to have to give them. A, you have to give course. them a playbook, or yes. else. You know, it's just people. My like, or else it's a side of movie. <laughs> but it, it, it definitely is a real challenge of succinctness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, oh it, yeah, it really yeah. is. And yeah. and it, you can see like you can see these sort of when someone says they're adapting something, you're like, hmm. that it's doomed to fail because yeah. like how can you adapt like War and Peace into an hour and a half or two? You know, how can you change War and Peace into 150 mm-hmm. pages? It's it's something I guess I think we forget about it when we think about novels that the type of story is really important for mm-hmm. screenplays, and I think that's why I've struggled. I haven't found another screenplay. Like at some point, I'll, I'll just write screenplays. <laughs> that way, I'll build a portfolio of screenplays that can mm-hmm. you know move forward with. But I, it's really hard to find you, the mm-hmm. the piece that is mm-hmm. you know. And that it's right. new and different, and yet it still hits the beats, do you know what I mean? Or it still mm-hmm. like works within the framework, but yet somehow it is a new, interesting movie. You know, you're not just rehashing. Where somehow with a novel, it's less obvious that you're rehashing <laughs> or something. I don't know. You can well, yeah, something. Whole, I don't yeah. know. The whole reason I thought that this story would work well as a screenplay is because I kind of saw it as 
there's one event or you know there's community that are together and there's one event that kind of changes mm -hmm. their course of li mm -hmm. life and then there's a decision that yeah. needs to be made at the end by each person mm -hmm. and so I thought oh yeah that, that's like a short yeah, a short story yeah. and it's very visual there's not a whole there doesn't have to be a whole lot of dialogue, but I just saw it visually. Yeah. If if you had the right kind of, it's yeah. really about the the cinematography is what's going to tell yeah. the story. And so you would have like four lines to convey mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So how? Do yeah. That? And like, it, and and you go to a yeah. fifth line, they complain about yeah. <laughs> your novelist. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and so. I understand why screen play writer, screenwriters want to direct their films yeah. because yes. they know the tone that they are yeah. trying to yeah. convey. And you can see this a lot. Just though. giving that to somebody and just seeing it ruined. You're like, I don't want my name on this see, anymore. See, <laughs> and, and, and they yeah, yeah. change it completely. Like they change, change it completely. They get someone else to rewrite it. They, you know. Yeah. But you can then see. So like screenwriting, I think, is if you write it, you you sell it, it is gone, you have to let it go. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, it can yeah. be totally matched and changed into something that's the opposite of what you intended. Yeah. But then you, you also see people, directors working with the same writer over and over again and it's a, mm -hmm. like a, mm -hmm. and then you do see writers become directors, but sometimes they don't, like some of them are right. happy, like I'm thinking of the guy, there's a guy who works a lot with um, Alex Garland, works with Danny Boyle, he does a lot of writing, you know, mm -hmm. he has written quite a lot of Danny Boyle's big films mm -hmm. and I think he might have done a bit of directing himself but like that right. is obviously not a partnership where somebody writes something and hands the paper over and they never have a discussion about it ever again yeah. you know mm -hmm. it is like that co-authored co you know yeah yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and a lot of like screenwriters are jobbing writers there's staff right. writers you know mm -hmm. so it is this collaborative writing yeah um, but yeah I think it's I think it's really tough it's a brilliant so way yeah. of it just made me forcing yourself to learn something as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it is, anytime I kind of think of a new screenplay idea, I'm like, I am floored by how you get that out. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. How do you, and it's, it is worth looking at right. some really good screenplays to see. Mm -hmm. how they convey like a completely new world but when I read them I just always think that they're, they're so bold do you know what I mean yeah, like, they're, they're so, yeah. and I just think like oh, like especially movies that I love you yeah. know and I just think I just couldn't I just I don't think I'd be I don't think I'd have that skill to not like to be like and it has to look like this and she should wear that and he should have this colour mm -hmm. hair and, and the glasses should like this and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. I just I really oh, struggle with that I like, just I, I be mean, able to let go of the control but <laughs> even but even then, like you have to give a type of description about someone that you have to give a visual. I mean, I mm. we spoke about that before, and I, I stumbled yeah. over that because I did no visual descriptions, and they were like, "I understand what you're trying to do, but it makes it really hard to cast." Yes, yeah. and you're kind of like, "Oh, okay," like, and yet at the same time, like I want to see more fat women on the screen because mm -hmm. I'm a fat woman, yeah. but. I don't want to write down this woman is a fat woman. <laughs> I find that really hard. Maybe yeah. at some point I will find that easier. But yeah. I, right now I find mm -hmm. that hard, a hard thing to do because there's so much, you know, around that. Mm -hmm. And so, and again, I just feel weird about describing people. I feel weird I about it. I do too. Well, I just feel, that I feel restrictive about it because I'm like, I don't care whether they're black, yeah. blue, pink, purple, whatever. What I care about is that they look like a 
doctor, builder, you know, whatever, scientist, whatever. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't, like, I don't Which care. I, I think male, they take female, liberties. Whatever, don't care. Yeah. You know, with the screenwriting, oh, they, yes, say, they, they just, yeah. they yeah. say, okay, I, I can see this. Yeah. It's really the imagination of yeah. the person reading the yeah. script. Yeah. If that and, captures and see, their imagination somehow. It's because of books, you don't necessarily need to describe what a person looks like. You kind of describe But you do have to being. kind of throw hints well, in there. Yeah, but you can describe them as, like, tall. But you can also do a great thing where you can talk about how the other characters see them, yeah. and that can be like, uh, like that's my best friend. She's the best fun. Yeah. Well, that's that girl from the office who always wears that pink skirt. Yeah. You know? But like, I find <laughs> like, that like you fill them with people that you know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like that, like so I live in Ireland in a small town, so I fill them with people that I meet all day long. If I lived other side of the world different culture I would fill them with the people yeah. from that culture do you know what I mean and I like that it's I feel like it's more open do you know what I mean like it doesn't really matter whether people are skinny or fat or whatever like it's 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 you just fill them with the with the people and you're moving on with the story whereas I feel with film you know it film it's very stark and bare I think it yeah. does matter what people look like in books I think it does mm-hmm. you you might not be you might not have a high radar for it I have a high radar mm-hmm. for it okay. um, I think it does matter you see it when you, you have like young adult stuff talking about LGBT people okay. and the representation that's maybe missing or when it's there how it's done so I think it does matter in books I just think it's easier to be nuanced in books in a way mm-hmm. that is really stark anyway let's let's keep going yep. let's move on um, well, what have you been up to Kathy? so what I've been up to is not a whole heap of writing and just a whole heap of writers groups really to be honest <laughs> Um, so when in doubt go to a writer not group. ours <laughs> no different she's groups she's a trainer no. yeah so these are um, she's a spy paid groups that I go to basically um, run by um, writing organisations in the city and um, the idea is I, I sign up for you know usually kind of like six week courses that sort of thing in the evening um, and usually they have kind of a, a theme to them so it's like you know finish your novel or um, you know, write better dialogue or, you know, those sort of <laughs> themes, right? So um, the one that I was doing, it was um, from a publisher's perspective. Um, so it was editing, um, but from mm-hmm. a publisher's perspective. So it's really good, really good course. And to be honest, I learned a lot from it. Um, the most significant thing I learned was that one of my main characters is totally superfluous. So, and like she, she did the, the woman who was running the course did this in such like a, like such a just simple way, but she was like, tell me your story as if it was something that you watched on Coronation Street last <laughs> night. Okay. So just as if you're sitting down for coffee and you just, you know, you, you just relay basically what happened. So I started at the start, I told her the whole story and I think I was like two or three scenes from the end when like my second principal character Lizzie showed up, <laughs> you're like, like she's unnecessary. I know. I was like, no, 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 no. Sorry, let me start again. So I started again. <laughs> it was like, so there's Remy and Lizzie, and then I just went on and on about Remy because he's yeah. the main he's character. The yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and no matter story. how I could, and I was like. And she's like, look, I'll tell you what, just think about it at home. Because clearly she could see that I was yeah. like one step away from breakdown. Yeah. So I did it like the whole way home, drive the whole way home, like an hour and a half drive. And I came home and I was telling my husband and I was like, oh my God, she's totally unnecessary. So she has to go. 
So I was like, okay. So I uh, sat down, had a look at it. And um, yeah, it's like 20,000 words, 30,000 words, something like that. I used to lose, just gone. It's a lot of words. Yeah. Can you not make her more necessary? Like, no, because it... she's not necessary. Mm. So, and I guess and the more I kind of thought about it, because to be honest, I spent a couple of weeks. So this, I'm talking about this. Okay. About I think the last time I saw you, you were in a different state of mind about this. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I spent a lot of time thinking about it. And I kind of felt like I have a good story. The good thing about my book is the plot. Mm -hmm. It is plot driven. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it is a good plot. Yeah. She's just not in it. Yeah. 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 So it's just your need yeah. to have a romance, Kathy. That's well, what it was. And actually, it wasn't. It was like, it was just the, like, because at the end of it, she's there just as a foil to kind of help somebody out. Yeah. yeah. And the last time I got it edited, the editor said, you know, she kind of shows up out of nowhere yeah. and is this guy's girlfriend or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she was like, so if that's what you want, yeah. then you have to put in yeah. a, a yeah. romance, which was yeah. a valid point. Yeah. Yeah. But I think had she said that piece of advice maybe in a different way, which yeah. was, why does it need to be a girlfriend? Why can't it be a sister, cousin, uncle, right. whatever, family, yeah. who cares? Um, you know, I think I, I would have seen it better. So rather than going down the yeah. road and writing in an entire romance that is just like nice, it's a lovely romance. I do very well <laughs> to say myself, but just totally just unnecessary. Necessary. Yeah, and I like, and the more I thought about it, the more I was like, do you know what I love? Books that I love are books that just totally turn the pages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going straight. You know, you either I like I love mystery books and I love yeah. you know who done it and all that. So I just want to know who done it. I don't care about kissing some girl down some alleyway sure. or sure. whatever. Yeah. I have no time for it. I'm like, did she kill the person? Well, then move on. You know, yeah. I don't yeah. care. So I thought, like, actually, it's just really slowing down the pace. I just thought of a new series of books for you: what? a detective who can see who the murderer was, but only by kissing them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would slip into porno pretty quickly. <laughs> that would be <laughs> it's a new yeah. avenue certainly it's not an avenue I've explored before <laughs> that's your new Mills and Boone yeah, 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 yeah. novel right there so yeah so I basically have to like rewrite this book um, focusing on the plot which is but I've got a key question for you yeah what is the name of your next edit oh I don't know <laughs> so I've had the phoenix I don't the know the phoenix <laughs> Lizzie I love you it's probably going to be the next <laughs> Remy, you're now dead. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. Because I just, yeah. I'm just thinking back then the first, your very first draft. Oh, yeah. And how it was like split between two yeah. time periods. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this book is just, yeah, I know. It's, so it's a, it like, but it's, it's come a long way. It has come a long way. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure, always in positive directions. But like, <laughs> You know, and I kind of struggle with this, and this is one of the kind of things that kind of came up, um, kind of through it, because I kind of got to that point where I was like, do I keep writing this one book? Because, like you say, it has changed so much. Mm -hmm. Like it started out with like, yeah, like that two in time the 50s, period, 1950s, yeah, and, and then it modern, and modern they stole day. stuff in the fifties, and basically it was only that they discovered it in, in modern life that mm -hmm. you know, blah, blah, and then um then it all moved to modern because I realised how hard it is to write historical fiction. This <laughs> 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 a whole heap of research that I'm not willing to do. So let's move it right up to modern day. 
And then, so I did that whole edit. God, I can't even remember. So that was the pre-love story edit. Yeah. Now I've done the love story edit. And now I'm going back to no love story edit. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. I kind of feel like, you know, at what point do I stop writing this one book? Like, I could have had four <laughs> books by now. And yeah. I just stuck to something. Mm. And, I, and I don't know whether, is it getting better? Yeah, I think so. Hopefully. Or is it just think... different? And different is not necessarily... Now, don't get me wrong. It's like, the more you write and the more practice you have at yeah. writing, the, the, it's, the it's better not, writing It's not for getting. nothing. Exactly. You know, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you, you know... You may not use it, but there's still the... Yeah. You're building that skill anyway. Can I ask yeah. you, when you start a new editor, a new version, like, do you... Are you working in the same document? Do you... No. What do you so do? I, I have two documents. Yeah. So basically, I... Um, I open a new document, I have my yeah. old one, and I take chunks that I'm going yeah. to kind of keep. This new edit that I started, yeah. um, the whole start of the book is gone. Yeah. So I started with a blank page and started okay. writing. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of wrote that until I met the yeah. kind of part that I'll save. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll yeah. pull yeah. a part that I'll save yeah. into the new edit and kind of rejig it mm -hmm. and go on. So in theory, what I was hoping was... I would have a document, an old document, um, with stuff in it, and I'd go through it and take out anything that was good out of it. Mm -hmm. So when I cut out it's all the Lizzie stuff, scenes yeah. in case yeah, yeah, you yeah. Well, you always have that file. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what I did was when I cut out all the Lizzie stuff, I read through it mm -hmm. and I took out the things like the jokes. I took out like the quirky bits, yeah. you know, anything that was good because you know you can always rework a joke mm -hmm. to fit it in somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So all you're really losing is Lizzie as opposed to, yeah. you know, anything mm -hmm. else. But yeah, it's, yeah. That's so I really just, tough. Yeah. yeah, and I just really was at that point where I'm like, ah, do you keep going? Or like, or do you just yeah. start a new book? But then I kind of feel like, I was like, it's a good plot. I was like, and if I, if I could just get it done, <laughs> it'd be good. I know it will be. So, you know, and like, you know, this is kind of, there is a thing that they talk about um, on these groups about like, you have to want to tell the story. You have yes. to feel like the yeah. world needs yeah, this yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like... Do you still feel... I do, feel that? I do think it's a yeah. really good story. And I'm like, you know, now when I say this world needs this story, like they need it the way they need another colour lipstick. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it is still a beach book or, you yeah. know, a, a fictional yeah. book that you'll read once and then throw it away. Like, it's yeah. not like... Do you know, some sort of so piece still, of literature. So you still have the passion for it, though, which is... Yeah. I do. I do yeah. think it would be yeah. good. I'm just like, oh, for sweet Jesus. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, when she said it, and then when it, like, it just became so clear. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I wonder for your sanity, should you put a line whereby you're like, I, you obviously still have the passion for this, but mm -hmm. you're saying, like, I'm going to stop working on this book and move on to something else by this time next year. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, but it's just that I feel like I have eighty percent of it written. Right, do you yeah. know what I mean? I feel and like you've got eighty percent of it written for a long time. And yeah, I, yeah. it's not that I don't think you'll finish it. I just think that for your own sanity, you might need to say, uh, like, I'm going to stop doing the same thing over and over again by this time next year I, if it hasn't moved forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and then you can move on to, the, or even you can just reassess and say, yeah. you know, I said it's up by now, but actually. I'm 99 percent because <laughs> I feel like the 75-80% mark for you yeah. has been a thing yes, you know, for yeah, a while. Yeah. Well, uh, and I feel like since you have this bit of momentum mm -hmm. from 
the, the writer course, the course mm-hmm. that you just, just took, that there might be something, you know, fresh in your minds and there's, you know, a way forward there. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And maybe to, to go with that and, and yeah, I have to put a, a deadline on. Yeah, I mean, but um, like, you don't have to stick with the deadline. No. Yeah. But, but it'll make you kind of go, right, okay, snapshot here mm-hmm. right now, you're saying, and write yeah. it down, 80% done. <laughs> snapshot in a year's time. If you're like, I'm still talking about 80% done. Yeah. Either the book, if this is one of those 80% is good enough, yeah, 80% yeah. is 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To curb perfectionism, which is one of the things that we try and do in work, us mm-hmm. perfectionists try and do in work. Yeah. Um, either that, or it's now time for me to move on to something else, and I'll come back and finish this when I finish my next book. Or, mm. you know. Well, because for me, I'm like, at some point, there's like a diminishing return of your investment. So, yeah, like, right. this book is never going to be better than what it is. Do you know what I mean? This is not going to turn out to be a warm piece. This is not going to turn out to be a. Do you feel like you told book. the high story well in this version that you have um, and that, well the story's still incomplete because there's mm-hmm. still parts of it to be written okay. do you know what I mean do you have those uh, scenes in your mind I do yes okay yeah yeah yeah. Um, there's a bit of see that's momentum that yeah, you yeah. have I I'm, think I'm still so struggling with the, the start mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. um, that's okay that's where okay. the like because I have I've like had five starts yeah. to this book now I liked your first one and I every the start people throw which, out which first one the, the one where the mother died the mother yeah, yeah I thought that was good yeah. I think now without the romance I think you could totally add it yeah or I don't know everybody on the writer's course said it was too sad yeah well they <laughs> don't like feeling yeah so it's just that like you know they were like it's a beach read so like the I'm sorry the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie has me crying before the credits I know and the rest of the film but is laughing and dancing and exactly. joking so you're stuck in a you're, movie you're going to be stuck in anything you're going to give anything an hour um, you very quickly I really like that beginning mm-hmm. it very, like making people feel is a good thing yeah. like it's a good skill Mm. And like making people feel means they got you got invested in that character very right. quickly. It turns you, into something you, hilarious. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, like you're not you didn't hang around in that first version. No, no, and it gets it's briefer now yeah. because people are like, I can't be that sad for that long. So it's briefer now. Um, but then the other side was people said, you know, they just wouldn't be that upset about your mum dying. I'm like, sorry. Who yeah. are these people? <laughs> yeah. Who are sorry. these people? I think you would. Well, be. I think their parents feel think... their ability to feel at a very early <laughs> age. Or something. I was just like, oh, okay. Are writers uh, all cynics? I don't know, but yeah. I was like, because they were like, look, he's meant to be like a functioning thirty-year-old. Like his mum dies after a long disease, yes, but like his mum dies, so like, why would he be so sad? And I was like, okay. Um, wow. But see, like, how do you argue with that? Like, you just, I just like, tell them they have no feelings. Well, so. I would, I, but I would there's like a group a... agreement. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like just one guy was like, I wouldn't care if my parents died or, you yeah, know, yeah. like, like group were like, yeah, I don't think anybody would be this sad about I'm their parents s- dying. I'm sorry, what? Who are these people? Wow. You know, but that was the like one. I was sad about his mother dying and I'd never I never met too. her before. I, I was crying on a bus, Kathy, when I read that. <laughs> how prepared you are yes, if your parent course. especially if you're like a single like you've only one parent one yeah. child very, I was like yeah, I think they had a, a very devastating a event close relationship yeah, no, so they, yeah. they, they basically yeah. implied that but you could not lot, be fully there's a lot in literature mm-hmm. right that, that kind of only sees and storytelling only sees romantic love as something that is worth being upset about being, but in reality all our relationships are complex and, yeah and what I was trying know, to get across was like do you know the way you sometimes you, you see these families where 
there's literally only the two of them. Yeah. Like they don't have cousins, yeah. you know, brothers yeah. or sisters. Yeah. So they literally, they have lots of friends, they have all the rest of, but as a family, they have literally only the two of them. And that's what I was trying to yeah. initially explore that idea. Yeah. If one's gone, how does one, you know, survive or, or redefine yeah. their life? Right. You know, and I do think you would be. And I think it just yes, gave a totally wonderful shattered. emotional weight at the start that made you feel immediately for this character. Mm-hmm. So your job is done in terms of connection with the character. And then they go off and he does a few stupid things and you're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. But because you have felt a connection and emotion with him, it has weight, it has, you know, your butt in. I don't know. Like, I, I really disagree with the mm. people who told you to read I do that. too. Totally disagree. I, and it was so I mean, do they read, do writing. they just read? I mean, I understand if they're into literature... Like Hemingway, but if they okay, if they but if they listen, they read Hemingway, who has this macho man kind of thing where he can't show any emotion whatsoever, mm. even though some tragic things have happened, he won't cry because okay. he can't because he's a man. All right, okay, that was definitely not my book. Remy, <laughs> Remy's not a man's man. No. But, like, but that's okay. It's but he's not in the world where not men's yeah. men. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I'm like boys. They're obsessed with their mammies. Yeah, I was like, like, I like them just as much. Like, there's yeah, just not yeah. everybody is like a pillar of stability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, but even still, I think it's healthy. Grieving is not yeah. the same yes. as yeah. Like, there's healthy grieving. They, yeah, but they kind of felt like there's no way he could be that sad about his mum dying. Or he could be so stupid as to bring home artifacts from the museum and not consider it stealing. They were like, he could not be a fully Those people, right? Person. I want to go through their houses and find all the paper clips that they didn't <laughs> buy or took from work. And like, didn't consider it stealing. Did you, where yeah. did you show me the receipt for your purchase of paper clips? But you seem to have a lot of them. Staples and paper and pens. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's not like he didn't do something stupid. He does, but you're like... And he recognizes why yeah. he does it. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he loves his mother. Yeah, yeah. and he's just so. kind of like at that point. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll sort it out later. And yeah. then he has this like traumatic grieving period. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and he's not born like, happy. He's I not think. a perfect yeah. person. Like yeah, flawed yeah. people are interesting people. Yeah. That's the yeah. well, we're all flawed. Oh, but I was yeah. like, does everybody have to be oh so clever that they do everything in their life oh so perfectly? I'm like, I've done plenty of stupid things in my life. You've like stupid, stupid things. things. Like, do you know what I mean? I've not like, done anything stupid. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Because <laughs> you're clearly a robot. Get out. <laughs> She's a I'm a fembot. <laughs> You know, yeah. But the podcast listeners can see is Kate <laughs> pretending to have machine gun jubblies. <laughs> and enjoying it terribly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I uh, yeah, because I just like I, I don't I don't think every character has to be rational at all times. I think No, no, no human plenty, being is rational. Exactly. I think people do plenty of stupid things, like you know And, and they do things as they've always done them and they do there's all sorts of things that people yeah, do. Yeah. I I didn't have any problem with this. In fact I was when I first read it, when we first read the white group together and I read your book, mm-hmm. I was so impressed. Yeah. I was so yeah. impressed was with that. Impressed. Like and even then how funny it got and like I really did feel I haven't felt a connection in any as much a connection mm-hmm. in later versions of that book where yeah. that that yeah. was missing. Yeah. You know? And like, I don't know. I mean, what is wrong with people? I like, see, don't know. see, I think this yeah. is a fundamental problem with these writer groups. So I feel like so that's why yeah we're the best absolutely <laughs> absolutely. But I feel like there is a thing where everybody has to give feedback, and. 
you know, everybody has very busy lives. Yeah. And some people don't... And heaven maybe... forbid somebody give you positive feedback. Oh, well, like, the, see, well, this is the thing. So, like, if you're anyway good, the feedback's very negative. And if you're in any way yeah. bad, the feedback's very positive. So, okay. like, and I do understand this idea of, like, I, encouraging I see people. it in academic stuff as well, actually. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like when you're at a conference or whatever people get really if you're good and competent people get yeah. really into the nitty gritty to the yeah. point mm-hmm. where it might disproportionately mm-hmm. like unrepresentatively yeah. have their response yeah. to it you yeah. know and if people are dreadful people are kind of like oh can I ask you a really broad question yeah, that I know you'll they, be able to answer yeah you know? they kind of buy you up and I'm yeah. like and I'm all about that I'm all about encouraging people who are just starting out all the rest of this sort of stuff because you know mm-hmm. but it's very hard yeah. for you as a writer to but, gauge but exactly right. so you're in a room you have so you, submitted your writing you you have an idea where it might be in the scale of what has been submitted right but then when the criticism comes you're like you oh my gosh everybody yeah. hated it absolutely and like yeah. I actually had two people reach out to me outside of the group that was like I cannot believe you were torn apart like that because they were like I, I really do think it was one of the better pieces that was submitted right. and yeah. I feel like the criticisms were very very harsh and I was like okay like and I like thank you so much for doing yeah, that right. you know and it was really really lovely of them and it, it does give you that confidence back but I'm like where was your voice in the room yeah. So why didn't you say something when everybody else was jumping they on were, the bandwagon? They're probably say, in shock. Well, yes, yeah, they probably were. I would be in shock. Absolutely, and like, and you don't Wait, want to be the only voice yeah. of discontent when, because right. again, remember, this is not life and death. This yeah. is a yeah. hobby writing group but that the we're other in. Factor here, do you know, if you have a room of writers, like to a degree, maybe they're all competing with each other. Oh, you they know? are. Of course, they so are. So like, yeah. even in that, like, um, even in that context. They, some people, I don't think that we're these kind of people, but some people can't disaggregate like being the best in the class from mm-hmm. what it takes to get published. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's yeah. not the same. Like no. yeah. you could still be the best in the class and still not be Absolutely. good enough. Yeah. Or there might be five people in the class who would be uh, good people to be published, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you might just be published in completely different ways. Yeah. You know, and and this is kind of another point of these groups is that like everybody's in there from all different genres, yeah. from all different walks of life, from all different. So there are people in there who will only read horror. Yeah. So if I'm in there with like a little romance, they're like, "What is this puff piece of crap?" Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Or like there might be people in there who only read literature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they pick up my beat read, they're yeah. like. Again, what is this piece of yeah. crap? You know, or flip this. Yeah. When I read their crime books, I'm like, this is horrific. Like yeah. this, like I think you've got a social problem that, like, maybe we should talk to <laughs> guards about. Like, you know, because yeah. I'm like, I mean, you know, yeah. you know, and like, so you're not getting, you know, so you, so I just, I don't know, I just, I, I question mm-hmm. the feedback you get in these groups. Yeah. But I know. love the fact I think that you just you're have the to one take of us it. that goes to the mall. I know, I know. <laughs> them is not for the feedback from the other writers because we, again no I, I you think that you're interested in the actual content that they're the, presenting yes yeah. I, I'm in, I want to go to a class basically yeah. where the teacher talks and the students all write down and yeah. we remember the pecking order of the class <laughs> right whereas in these writer groups people get the impression that maybe they're the presenter or they're the professional yeah. and you're like no you're just another idiot like me <laughs> so you know yeah. like but it's just when you have that communal, yeah. Because like when everybody says it, you're like, oh, maybe it, like because then you're like, maybe it is too sad. Well, maybe it's it is kind of like undermining. Then yeah. well, and then yeah. like my biggest problem is because you can never ask somebody 
how much of my piece did you read? Like, did yeah. you read the first two pages because you're under pressure to get out of work and to yeah. get in here and you mm-hmm. want to, so you're like scanning the first page trying to find yeah. something that you don't like yeah. and then you latch on to that and then that's the thing you discuss. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like I told me, like, I certainly saw a few pieces where people only talked about the things that happened in the first five pages yeah. and because the piece was very hard to read. It was right. very difficult to get through yeah. so people obviously gave up after the first couple of pages. But gave her hugely positive feedback. Yeah. Hugely positive. I was like, okay. Yeah. I think this is something I, I, I learned, I guess, the hard way. Um, we had another girl that was in our group years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, she's our friend. And she, you know, she had her first draft and first chapter of her first mm-hmm. draft. And we read it. And But we were reading, like, to give the... Yeah. In our own minds, to give her you know, a a piece of work that would be presentable to, Mm -hmm. like, an agent, like, ready to go. But it was her first draft, and she, Mm -hmm. you know, did this just for fun. And I think I learned that, you know, the criticism, like, too early on, or if it's, it's, it just wasn't productive, it wasn't... Yeah, it's you, you know, have to be in the right place for it, and yeah, we're, we're not. And she hasn't been back, <laughs> <laughs> but we're not like so. we're all different in different places with different things, right? Yeah. So there's some things where you're like, I feel very vulnerable, yeah, and I don't want to be criticizing this, and that is not the place to bring stuff to your registry. But I think, and I think when you start writing, you feel because it is imbued with you as a person, mm, right? And, and like it feels incredibly personal, and so that when someone says, "Well, I didn't like." that or mm. you, that's a misspelling mm-hmm. if you're in a certain place you can interpret that as a criticism of you mm-hmm. and I think for me that happened for quite a long time mm. yeah. uh, but there's there's definitely one I can't I can't tell you when it was where I stopped caring mm. or stopped it's not that I stopped caring I was like okay you might not like what I've written that doesn't mean you don't like me oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. like and that's totally okay objective. and different people like different things mm. and that's okay mm. and I think that if you're almost wearing your heart in your sleeve with your writing, then mm. it's not maybe mm. not the time to take it to a writer's group. No, because God, no. like people will be like, I am trying to give you the tools to make it better, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what the point is. Mm-hmm. It's not, um, and, and I think anyone who writes, all writing is valid, anyone can write yeah. whatever they like. Yeah. I think yeah. absolutely yeah. go for it. Yeah. Um, but I think. I think maybe before you start in, you you might retain a notion of perfect first drafts, and I think when you get into it, you're like, okay, shitty first draft <laughs> yes. before we start, yes. and and I think when you've been through it, and I that's one of the things where I think in a writer's group it's very important that everyone's contributing writer because mm-hmm. we're all equally vulnerable, yeah. and and rather than someone saying, well, I'm just going to criticize everyone and never yeah. be vulnerable to the group, yeah. like yeah. I think you do have to be cognizant of how. How yeah. it is important for people, but I think also as a writer, you have to get to a place where you're willing to hear opinion. First mm-hmm. of all, as opinion, not mm-hmm. as fact, right. as opinion, and you're willing to to kind of find a place where you can say, okay, they are going to have opinions on what mm-hmm. are written. Mm-hmm. I don't have to agree with all of them, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it doesn't I, have to, yeah. you know, like. But you're never ever going to bring a piece to a writer's group that's perfect, and mm-hmm. then everyone goes, you know, it's perfect. Don't change anything, even if it is perfect oh they would never you to change it. everything no. you know? oh, totally. yeah. and so again it's about of like what's your vision what mm-hmm. do you want out mm-hmm. of it like what do you want out of the group do you want um people's opinions do you want to take a vox pop do you want people to do you want to learn stuff about structure yeah. or about, you know yeah and um, and yeah i think one way you could curb that kind of 
unuseful, or maybe it's all useful. Maybe yeah, the yeah, feedback yeah. is useful, but sometimes but, but it certain things, you it's not. Yeah, certain certain times it's just it could be not the best perfect. writing advice in the world, but if you're if it's undermining, right, and then it's not going to be helpful to that, you. That you as a writer need to take the responsibility and say, okay, what what kind of feedback am yeah, I looking for, yeah. and then say. Okay, when you're reading this, look for. I'm. Look, I want you to look for this, this, yeah. this. Don't bother with the spelling mistakes. Don't bother with yeah. the plot. Mm-hmm. I just want to know: is this character real, yeah. or mm-hmm. maybe you it's just want to know: is this is interesting? That, would you like to read more? Do would you, you want to yeah. know more about this mm-hmm. or that, mm-hmm. or just yeah. to have specific things mm-hmm. so that yeah. they're not like. And being nitpicky about things that. that you don't yeah. want. Yeah, because no matter, because even if you say so, like I was particularly interested in the dialogue and stuff, mm-hmm. Um, mm. and that's just not what the feedback was about. Is yeah. that what you asked them to do? Yeah, yeah, but they just like, yeah, and like, don't get me wrong, it's not because you can be like just in general this because you can't be like because. Because the other thing that you don't yeah. want to do is be like, only look at the dialogue because I know I'm particularly good at dialogue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, you know. But you're like, you could be like, I'm working on my dialogue right now. Yeah. I can right. maybe like some feedback on the dialogue. But you see, they may not be any good at dialogue. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Right. So like, right. well, that's the thing I think as well. Like, think about the opinions. People yeah. have all sorts of stupid opinions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of these people are experts. None yeah. of these people are published. None of these people are so. And like, yes, you've read their writing or the piece of writing that they mm. have submitted. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so yeah. do you do you sit there? You say, right, well, this is kind of writer you are. That's kind of opinion. Like, people can be very good readers, can be very perceptive as yeah. readers, can yeah. be mm-hmm. terrible writers. Yeah, flip that around yeah. true as well. Yeah. So just because maybe their writing piece wasn't great, doesn't mean that their feedback wasn't So is the, the piece that's missing for you, Kathy, is maybe trusting your gut and your own judgment here, mm. you know? But, like, I thought it was perfect. And then why did you bring <laughs> it to a writer's group? Uh, I guess to kind of... Well, because I, I went to the writer's group to hear what the thing was about. I wanted to hear mm-hmm. it from, from a publisher's perspective. Okay. Yeah. That was the purpose of me signing yeah. up. A very side part was feedback on the piece. Yeah. Right. So I think the advice that you got from the actual woman who was mm. doing the course. Yeah. I think that was good feedback because the more that was good. You know, because I do think that if it is a in asking questions, you're like yeah. it's helping you discover mm. what needs to be done. No, don't not she was you. highly critical as well. Like, nobody mm. liked this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, you know, mm. her question was so on point, was so yeah. good, and it yeah. really, I got a lot from it. So I'm going to tell you about a point. I think I got a really low point in my academic writing where I had this horrendous meeting where everyone criticised me. Mm. Like, really, and I found it so difficult. But I, the thing that I, the conclusion that I came to afterwards was that I had kind of been holding back. Mm-hmm. I had been relying on probably what I thought other people thought I should do. I had been doing that piece of like, well, it's supposed to look like this, so I'll try and make it look like this, or I'll couch it in other terms. And I had such a horrendous critical experience that I thought, it got to the point where I thought, I am getting hammered into death for something that isn't my own opinion mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. even though yeah. it is my opinion but it's it's, it's cautioned it's it's yeah. structured it's hot, hidden behind yeah. things and i kind of went why am i just fucking right what i think yeah and if i get hammered at least i'm getting hammered for my thing mm-hmm. and that's i feel like that's where you're at kathy like i feel yeah. like you, it's almost you've taken too much advice or 
So I'm giving you more advice. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I need. I yeah. feel like your instincts are actually good, you know? Yeah, I just, yeah. I feel like you have passion for a story. You do, deep down, know what's interesting about it. Mm. And mm. you write really well. Like, is it time to throw off the yoke of writing groups and stop talking to us entirely and just... Just write it, yeah. Write what yeah, you feel, yeah. you know well, what it is. Well, that's what John has said. He's like, just finish the bloody thing. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, whatever... Do next hobby? Uh, yeah, yeah, when he's like, whatever path you take, whatever, whatever, just get to the end, <laughs> you know, that way. And I was like, you know, it is a good point because it's... I just find, like, you cannot sell an incomplete book. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah. if I just got to the end... I've been yeah. to the end before... But he's like, bring this one to the bring end. Bring it home, Gabby, bring yeah. it home. And then worry about it after that. Yeah. Just put on the blinkers, get to the end. Yeah. If you're at 80%, just write the 20 and just get yeah. to the end. Yeah. So I was like, I think that's possibly what I will do. Yeah. And then, um, do you know, then if I go back, cause, because basically the, the start of the book is behind me. Yeah. Um, so I have mm-hmm. like a, an opening scene to write, but then other than that, everything else is in. And it's just the end piece that I need to write. Yeah. So the question of whether I keep in the mother dying or not, whether do I do this yeah. or that, yeah. it's all in it. So that yeah. way I'll be able to give to people and let them read it start to finish yeah. and right. say, rather than just looking at a snippet of the yeah. book, mm-hmm. when you read the entire yeah. book, do you think that that one section is a bum note? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. do you think it sits in with the rest of it? Yeah. yeah. So that was I look forward to reading it. Yeah, I look forward to getting to the end. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, enough about me. We better move on. Moira, you've got better news. I have news, 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 news. So, uh, in the last week, I have signed a publishing contract. Um, Yeah. So, I'm going to talk through the process whereby I got to this point. You're going to learn a little bit about my psychology, which (laughs) might not be comfortable with people knowing. Um... (laughs) Uh, I can't experience joy, probably, is, is the long and short of it. Uh, anyway, so about this time last year, I think, I submitted, I was submitting um, my novella around the place, and what happens with novella publishers, they mostly publish on ebooks. they usually have an open period, a month or two weeks or something like that, where they take stuff into their slush pile, and then they work their way through it or not in the mm-hmm. next while. So you've heard me talk about rejection and I meant it before I came today count of how many rejections I've gotten but I forgot to do that okay but I probably like 10 to 15 right and the only reason I isn't more is because there what I wasn't finding the right window for submissions (laughs) (laughs) so uh, like you can't just send it off to every publisher you have to wait for the publisher to open their open period Mm -hmm. and then put it into that and then you know then and so about every month or so I would google to see who was publishing who, who had an open submission for fantasy novellas and what the criteria was and whether I fit in them and so on mm-hmm. so up to this point I had more or less submitted to every publisher that I had found mm-hmm. um, so the publisher that I signed the contract with is Bag of Bondage Press uh, they're in fact I think the second publisher I sent the stuff to which will give you an insight into how long it took mm-hmm. so for I want to say for about 9 or 10 months I heard nothing um, that's not quite true they did email me in January saying something had gone wrong with the submission and was it still available but I think they probably sent that to a lot of authors um, they also then eventually got back saying they couldn't open the file which meant you know it wasn't being read in that period which is fair enough which they probably they published a lot of novellas they probably had an enormous slush pile and you know working through it whenever so there is that and then it took another six or seven weeks between them saying well we'd like to 
enter into a contract to the contract being signed. So the contract was only signed a week ago. I can't remember. Was it a week ago? Something like that. that. Yeah, maybe a little more. Um, so yeah, it's finalised. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was about a week and a half ago. Now, so yeah, it again, we'll see. We'll see how this mm-hmm. is going to go. Um, I got a little bit freaked out when... <laughs> They, uh, you know, uh, wanted it because then I was like, ah, oh, oh and then trying to think about how it could all go wrong. So obviously I went through the contract. I went through, I got you guys to look at the contract. I got my friend who has the most criminal mind of anyone I know to look at the contract <laughs> um, and to just kind of do a bit of digging. Like I knew that they were a very established publisher. They're, mm-hmm. uh, they've been around since 2008. Like a lot of the indie publishers I was sending stuff to, like it might be brand new, or mm-hmm. it might be their second year. Mm-hmm. It seems that indie presses arise and fall, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, which as so so having a publisher that's been around since two thousand and eight is actually, you know, a lot mm-hmm. a, a big deal to a degree. Um, like there's no this is just probably going to be an ebook. There's no I didn't get a book deal. I haven't been sitting on a big pile of money or anything. <laughs> no, 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 I'm telling you. <laughs> um no, but so it'll just be based on probably on sales and obviously it'll take a while to come out. So mm-hmm. I think it will be out maybe this winter. I think that's really fast considering it's June. So mm-hmm. we'll see if that actually comes through and I'll probably I'll talk a bit about the editing process I'm sure as we go through it yeah so what has to happen between here and it coming out or I have no idea okay so like how much communication so like it is extremely slow okay and extremely non-communicative okay so like last time we were talking to you I guess um oh I thought it was all falling through yeah yeah so you know you had sent back your questions so you so they they came to you so in January they asked you was it still open again in May April April okay yeah it was April they came back and said we want to publish they came back and said we can't open your file can you send us the file again (laughs) okay and then in an extremely short period between me sending them the new file yeah they said oh it was a couple of days we actually it was I don't want to tell you how short it was but it was less than a day okay it was measured in hours right okay so very quickly they came back to you because it's so good and they, it's amazing because they recognise talent yeah because <laughs> it has sentences and words in it um. so okay so then they came back and said yep we want to give you a deal yeah you they got... gave me a draft contract okay right? yeah and they were like a few questions or whatever like look through it if you're happy with it fill out your bits which is things like whether I was going to use the pen name I'm not yeah. uh, like my address my, yeah. you know that kind of stuff um, and to send it back to them. Mm-hmm. So I had a few queries about, uh, like, so they, it, it seems to be not that unusual in a contract. Basically, if you write about the characters again, that the publisher gets first refusal on mm-hmm. those, which it was set very broadly. So it was something like characters, setting, or themes. And I was like, themes is very broad. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? And so, you know, I was quite satisfied with the response that it didn't mean it brought it didn't mean life, love, death. It yes. just meant if we're doing a prequel or a sequel, we'd yeah. like the first option on right. it. Which is I think perfectly reasonable. Yeah. So that but corresponding that took a few days to get answers on that, mm-hmm. you know. Um and then I sent back my version of the contract. And then I didn't hear back for six weeks. Okay. <laughs> so in that time I thought, oh, it's this is it's not So now they just have where I live. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. okay. This is a cunning plot by my stalker. <laughs> because what happens is you get 
when you get the with the contract, they're like they give you two weeks, mm-hmm. two weeks to say yes or no, and yeah. they say after two weeks the deal is no longer valid, and you're yeah. like okay, so within two weeks I need to find. And obviously, I spent a few days freaking out mm-hmm. and uh, trying to consider all the worst case scenarios possible. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, you know, it was like, it probably isn't really anything bad that could happen. This is going to be my famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, really? So um, I'm kind of going through the contract stuff and then I mm-hmm. send it back. So, yeah. So it was. it's very slow. It's uh, one of those things so- where... Six weeks later, then you sent back. No, so, no, sorry. It's a few so days, few days later, later, you sent yours. Six weeks yeah. later, they came back yeah. to say, Yep, we're all on. This Sign is this. Go. Sign this and send it back to me. Beautiful. And did okay. they respond back to you after you signed it? So, no. thank you. So, no. No, <laughs> no, no. no. So that's that would be too much to expect. <laughs> But they had signed the contract before I got it. So, okay. So I have okay, a signed, signed contract. Okay. So, so what's next though? So you just so, sit Yeah, wait. I think okay. actually a huge part. And, and, and I feel fortunate in this middle of all this process, I have been incredibly busy at work and yeah. very busy with other things. Mm-hmm. So my mind has not been on this. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what it would be like if you were thinking every day, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Because literally it was like after three weeks going, God, I never heard back from them. I'll just send them an email to see if they need anything from yeah. me. Yeah. And then still not hearing back. Yeah. And then after yeah. a while going, I'm just asking another email. And then being like, okay, so that's dead. You know? Yeah. And in a very dispassionate, that's dead. Yeah. Should I start? And I hadn't withdrawn it from the other places. No. So I, I use using Submittable, which anyone who's, who's submitted to stuff, that's a platform for submitting um, things to publishers. A lot of, not all of them use it, but a lot of them use it. And it's kind of good because you can track yeah. where you've submitted to and you can <laughs> see where, I mean, you don't get a lot of information, but you can see if it's in progress or if it's rejected. What is this it's called, called submittable. Submittable. You, you'd only just come across it if you're submitting to a publisher and they have a submit button and it kicks you to another platform. And uh-huh. But it, because you use one user, uh, your email oh, address, sure. you can then your see staff. all your submissions that have used submittable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I had other things and because like, you know, I've been around the block looking for jobs and stuff like that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. In my lifetime, I would never withdraw from anything until I've got a contract. So, sure, yeah. so it was still in with a couple of other publishers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, well, when I sign the new contract, I withdraw it from everywhere else. If I get another <laughs> offer, yeah. obviously I'll consider that. Yeah. Um, especially since I thought it would fall through. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, I'll have to start this submission thing again. Yeah. And I hadn't quite got to submitting it again, but that was definitely a thing yeah. where I thought it was at. So when the contract mm-hmm. came through, I was like, all right. Okay. So Bad now I know that I can reasonably expect to reply from my publisher within two months. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> but actually, like I asked on a forum whether this was normal. A lot of people were like, no, but what, are, what someone told me that they'd signed a publishing contract in January and never heard anything back. So okay. like... Pff, yeah. You know, yeah. I just yeah. would have thought there had to be work to be done. So there is work to be done. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there is definitely work to be done, but they have not like they. This is just a preliminary. Um, they oh, like maybe, the maybe story. Maybe I did hear back from the. Oh, yeah. I can't remember, but they said. No, no, I don't think I have hurt back since I put the contract in. Mm-hmm. They said autumn, winter this okay. year, yeah. and I'm like. That seems like that's not a possible mm-hmm. thing, but maybe they're super brilliant at doing this other side post contract yes. stuff, and they obviously have different departments. So the publisher said, "Look, I need to discuss it with my teams internally, and mm-hmm. they come back to you yeah. on what needs to be done." And okay. so mm-hmm. I'm like, "Okay, that's okay. Yeah. Yes, you know, okay. So, so okay. it's all been very slow in the sense that it's slow and then it's quick and then it's slow, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, I think it was with them for nine months. Uh, yeah, and when you think about it, it was about this time last year. Mm-hmm. I think it was June last year. So it was with them for about nine months before they read it, and then it's been, 
I suppose, two months going from first offer to signing contract. So I don't know. I mean, so it could be a thing like the way everything between the yes and here's your contract mm -hmm. was like stupid fast, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I was on a WhatsApp group with you going like, I wonder how long this will take. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, actually, this yeah. has just happened. Yeah. And I'm freaking out and I have to go to bed. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so it's an American indie publisher. Uh, yeah. We'll see. I'll, I'll report back. I'll tell you guys, this is the warts and all podcast about yeah, writing. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, I hope it does come out, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, uh, Can you let us know? I assume it will just be um, ebook rather than. And would yeah. you consider getting it like self-published now after this ebook, like just for yourself? Um, I don't think I can. Okay. I think in because the contract, I have, in the contract. Well, like, so how you do it? So like, sell, sorry, not to sell it to people. Just to have like a little copy that sits on your shelf, like just for you. Yeah, I have that for other things. Okay. So I don't feel the need for that. No, 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 you, know, no. you know, I mean, I could get it. I could. I, yeah. You can just get it. Get just print it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have enough stuff that's done that for. I don't feel the need to. It would be so tiny as well. It's an like. Yeah, so no, we'll Especially see. Especially they So, so the next step for me again, there's a whole pile of stuff I need to do in terms of setting up an author website, yeah. and you know, so so those of you who follow me on Twitter will um see my Twitter suddenly become less about me falling over my own trousers, more <laughs> um, on brand in some sense. <laughs> that will that last for about a week, and yes. then it'll go back to oh my god, this muffin I got is stale. Yeah. This is the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of humanity. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so those are things I need to do on my side, and and part of part of the contract does say things like that you will do a reasonable amount of promotion yourself yeah. and be available mm -hmm. to the publisher yeah. for promotion. So it's not mm -hmm. that I have to do all the promotion, but I yeah. assume like I'll have to be have a presence and yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, yeah, so that's my news. I will update you. I haven't been writing anything else. I've been incredibly busy at work. I think I've been doing some writing for work, so it's kind of taken all my brain power. I don't have any new ideas. <laughs> <laughs> like I keep writing paragraphs that go nowhere. Uh, yeah, so I don't know whether I'm just a little bit spent at the moment mm -hmm. in terms of writing. Um, you know. So and yeah. Plus, it's the summertime. I think it's so hard to write in the summer and the winter. And, and the spring. And the spring. <laughs> I don't know when the actual time writing is, but it's not right now anyway. Yeah, so I so I'm, I'm and it's not, pelting rain outside. Yeah. I find out that's my most creative. I'm not going outside. So I need to find something to do inside. Bored myself into writing a story. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not like that I suppose we'll see how this publishing road goes. Yeah. yeah. We're excited. Yeah. You're the first Congratulations. one. Congratulations, yeah. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Kinky, kinky. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was a bit loud. <laughs> yeah, so um yeah, um I'm obviously like I'm deeply uncomfortable with anything working out. I'm very comfortable with things going wrong. So if it all falls apart, you should all know I'll be perfectly happy. <laughs> um, you know, and even things like I was thinking like, oh how would I could like, you know, one would hope like people read it and it gets reviewed and obviously important people are going to hate it. Yes. And then I was like, that's okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Who cares? Yeah, as long as they bought. Yeah. As long as they bought. <laughs> um, yeah. 
And like, hopefully they hate it so much that they recommend that all their friends should read it so that they can all hate it together. And they tell all their friends will buy it too. And that's why I was like, oh, culture, you're reading book club. Where you can be angry at me. Oh yeah, culture with rotten fruit. I don't care. As long as you bought my book, I don't care. Uh, yeah, so... At full market value, by the way. Yeah, yeah. For that very reason, I want a pen name if I ever get published. I want a pen name that is so unlike my real name. Yeah. I mean, so I did, I had that whole, like, do I want... And then I just don't want a pen name I have a unique name yeah more it's not completely unique but it's fairly unique mm -hmm. in my generation of people that are on the internet yeah um, mm -hmm. and like I just am like I'm the easiest person to find anyway I feel like pen names are not the same as they used to be they don't really protect an author yeah. from no. discovery I have no problem with anyone I work with whatever reading this it's not like I said, when I write my orc erotica, I'll do that under a little different pen uh, name for that. It please don't book. be in our writer group. Doing that. Please have a different writer's group. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but I have no problem with that. I mean, Kate, you could have it under your name and no one will find you anyway. There are 9 million thousand Kate, Kate Mahomes, Yeah, there so, are. Yeah. Like, there you are. know. My landlord's <laughs> daughter's. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, you you could create a fake web page that's all yeah. right. But so so I have I'll come back and talk another day about setting up an author's page because I have mostly questions about that actually. Um, and and I think I need to like get a proper headshot and you know have a be a like so my current picture mm -hmm. on Twitter is me as Dog Tanyan so that oh, might yes. have to be replaced. Oh, by, I like Dog Tanyan. I do like Dog Tanyan. Yeah, I know. So do I. It's a good picture as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, so shit like that yeah. is, is what I'm going to be doing next. But anyway, I think we probably should stop talking yeah. at this point. Okay. Well, I don't know how long this has been going on for. It feels like a long time. Um, so we're at the end then. Um, so uh, thanks very much for listening. And um, you can find us on... Gosh, it's been so long. I don't even know where you find Facebook, us anymore. Twitter, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, 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 you find can, us for you, you know, Google yeah. us, you'll find yeah, us. Yeah, you can use the yeah, Google yeah. machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening. Right, bye, bye, guys. Bye. bye. bye.